Ultra. Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are breathing in Disney's The Little Mermaid one minute at a time. I'm Kester Dorowski. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And today we are discussing Minute 50, which begins with Eric asking Ariel, Are you okay, miss? as Ariel continues to play with her hair. And it ends with Max barking as Eric helps Ariel across the beach. This minute features Eric realizing that Ariel seems familiar, but because she can't speak, he says she can't be the girl. Max and Ariel try to explain that Ariel is the girl Eric has been looking for. and it fe- Max and Ariel try Max to explain Max and this. Ariel, yes. I mean, as as I told you yesterday, the Pinterest post, it, it, it says it. And it also features Max and Eric trying to help Ariel walk across the beach towards the castle. Okay. So, they're finally making contact. I have another... Pinterest post Max moment. Max quote. Max quote, yes. Uh, He says, I seriously can't believe that you don't recognize her. What is wrong with you? This is fair. Because he should totally recognize her. And he totally thinks he does. And then because she can't speak, I mean... She could have lost her she voice. She could have lost her voice. Then. Like, 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 she could be not, in a not, not in the way that she lost her voice right now, but like in, in like laryngitis or, or, yeah, or something kind, kind like of. Like, he doesn't know if this is permanent. It's like, oh, but you can't speak. I you mean, she be the one. Like, she tried um, to say her name, like, like. Yeah, she wh- mouths wh- it very, very clearly. Yes, which, fantastic facial animation. Yeah. Um, to to show like, this is what she's saying, and she grabs at her throat, which like if. It probably didn't hurt her to try and speak, but she was like, oh, I can't speak. Uh, but if I had seen someone do that, oh, it, like, did is this your is throat temporary. hurting? Or it's temporary. It, like, you you used yeah. to be able to speak, but now you can't because it hurts or, or you're sick or something. Or, like, trauma. Like, yeah. she, she's obviously not in a great state. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, not great. Um, do you think he stills so he like says like oh then you couldn't be the one do you think he still like thinks maybe she's the one or is he like all out i think he he's just has has this hope mostly about the voice and so i think because she can't speak and he's daydreaming he's not thinking straight and so he automatically is just like oh it's not at all her which is weird because he's he like because she can't speak, he's basically treating her like she can't think. Yes, because, because she, she can also sign her name. She knows how to write her name. And she, well, and she's like, she is communicating with him. Like, she clearly understands it, but he assumes that she doesn't understand. Which is a weird thing that, like, happens a lot in movies. And, and it happens, like, with people where if somebody can't speak to you, you assume they can't hear you. Which is a weird dissonance that happens, right? But, like, we, we get into that kind of situation right where we assume that that um speaking and hearing are inherently linked right and if they can't speak it means they can't hear if they can't hear they can't speak i mean i which is not true right this is not accurate i've taken several years of american sign language in high school and college and um and a lot of it we we went over a lot of history with um, the deaf and and deaf mute and deaf blind and 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 all of that. We went through a lot of the history between um, people who who don't have the normal senses that a lot of people do. And there are some people who can't speak, 
um, just based on on stuff. But yeah. a lot of people who can't hear um, can also use their voice in, in different ways. And so it's just really it's it's really frustrating to so many people to have things like this. Oh, you can't speak, therefore you're dumb and, but, or, and, or, Oh, you can't hear me. Therefore you're dumb. Or, yeah, like, or there or it's like you, you obviously can't understand, right? Just because you can't express yourself means you can't understand or you can't think. Yeah. And that's not at all and what it is. So you like with your vocal performance and everything, like you've lost your voice at I times have. and had, had like windows where you were probably going like, yes. days. And I bet you will have noticed people talk to you differently. When you're when you're not talking back, right, or when you're writing things back, right, there's a lot of impatience that comes when, with it, and there, there's like a certain tone that people treat you with when you can't speak, when like it, they when, avoid talking to you. When I talked to people who were not part of the vocal department in the music area or in school, um, because a lot of people would get laryngitis around the same time, so a lot of people would would lose their voices around the same time. Is, in- is laryngitis? Vocal strain or is laryngitis? It's like like getting sick. I w- I would get a sinus infection on top of laryngitis, so my sinus infections would leave lead to my voice l- losing. Okay. Um, it, is that what laryngitis means? Is just like losing your voice, um, or because I I've never known if that's like. Like it's because it, it's like it's, in your vocals. It's like mechanical vocals, or if it's like it's it's an inflam. An inflammation of, of your vocal uh, box, of your voice box. Which can make you lose your voice. Which can make you lose and your so voice. And so there could be, like, mechanical cause so, for sometimes that. Sometimes it's a viral infection. Okay. But often it's referred to as as the inflammation based on, on different things. So when I would get overuse a sinus infection or, or when I would overuse my voice, then I would technically have laryngitis because my, my vocal uh, okay. cords were inflamed. Yeah. So the laryngitis and, and, like, voice loss in that case could be... Like you, you got sick, you got a cold mm. and it, and it caused inflammation in your vocal cords or it can be overuse and strain it, caused them you, to, you, to, to lose your voice. You don't necessarily have to have inflammation. You don't necessarily have to have laryngitis. Mm-hmm. So it, but that's one of the terms that gets used. Yeah. But when, when I would lose my voice, cause it happened, I mean, when I was in college, it happened probably once a year. Um, cause I was using my voice so much, um, especially during allergy seasons and cold seasons and, and everything i've had i've had issues like i've lost my voice yes. like i have i i'm a trainer and so i do you know like vocal presentations yes. for hours at a time your voice and, can get tired and, and and when i get sick in particular it's like susceptible to that yes. where it'll it'll feel so worn and and it'll be kind of in and out yeah um, during the course of like a few hours like i'll, I'll be training for four hours at a time um and so I've had some of that probably to a lesser degree because it's not as intensely straining. Right. And um, and so, but when, when I would lose my voice, I would know people who weren't vocalists or who didn't use their voices as as intensely. They would be like, oh, like they would kind of talk to they me differently. They talk to you weird. Yes. But, but for vocalists, even if it's, it, they would, they wouldn't talk to me as weird, mm-hmm. but it's like, even, even like roommates, like people who know you, it's like, I know Kestra is a thinking person, <laughs> yes. but all of a sudden, like she's not talking as much. And, and I think like, I don't know what the exact reasoning for that is, but it's, it's unfortunate, right? Like that's not a good thing, but Eric is definitely guilty of that Absolutely. here because it, 
like he's not even treating it and and he doesn't later on treat it as though we can come up with like a very clear system for communication. Yes. If it's not the communication you're used to, then I mean, she knows how to you write create a, a big block on it. She knows how to write her name, like at the very least, write her name. She probably mm-hmm. knows many more things. Like she could write things but, down in the sand up, or something too. And, and like people deal with this, like with people who, um, um, like have accidents, right? And they they are paralyzed to a certain degree, right? And their ability to communicate is is shifted or diminished, right? And it's like, okay, like they're thinking, their their brain is processing all the stuff, they just can't express it. And so yeah. they come up with systems for like yes and no systems or for writing things out in a certain way or typing things out. And so like, but Eric just like doesn't even like worry about a system for communicating. He's like, I'm just going to do all the talking and I'm not going to expect I mean, when she tries, feedback. when she tries to like, like charades, it, charades out. it out he he's just like wait what but he's not like trying to figure it out he's just like mm-hmm. oh she's not really making sense to me so i'm not going to so, yeah he's not making making an effort it's really it's really dumb he's, he's like weirdly dismissive of the fact that she is trying to tell him what's going on which i don't know exactly what she's trying to tell him is she trying to explain like i'm a mermaid Hello, I sold my voice so I could come be with you. Yes. Is that the message she's trying to convey? I think, I think she was probably trying to say, no, I am, like, I'm, I was a mermaid and I lost my voice. (laughs) And I lost my voice. I don't think she was trying to say that, like, I'm the girl. I think she was trying to explain that she, she just lost her voice. Yeah. Cause, like, trying to say, I'm a mermaid, like, not going to do a ton for her credibility with him. Because she did something that was, like, her voice coming out of yes, her. Yes, she did do something for, like, losing my voice. Like, yeah. she was holding at her at her throat and everything. But she also did, like, swimming hand motions. Like, is she trying to say, I'm a mermaid? I have no idea. Because that's not a good move. No, it's for this. not. That's, like, you gotta you gotta lay down some, some baseline before yeah. you get to that kind of territory. Um, and so, like, he's not really paying much attention. And she's kind of excited and not really like communicating very clearly, but they never really get to a point of like actually communicating. Right. Like even when they, they spend the day together, it's like fairly passive where it's like, okay, like we're spending time around each other and like dancing is, is really nice. That's maybe like the most they're really on the same page. I've, I've been on a couple of dates with guys who just didn't talk much. Like I had to do, most of the talking and Mm -hmm. honestly they weren't great they weren't great dates because i was doing most of the talking and so i'm just like it probably was a weird date for him to just do most of the talking Mm -hmm. and and have her just staring at him but and not trying to communicate with him because that's that's the other thing like i was trying to communicate with these guys and and he's just probably just talking because he knows that she can't respond Mm-hmm. That's the real issue is like, they're not on the same page, even about like attempting to communicate yeah. effectively. Yeah. So that's like the, the biggest struggle. And, and like, like I said, she's really excited. And so she's not being like very clear in trying to communicate. Like neither of them is calm in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's being like a little bit dismissive and it's, and he got like excited and then he's like, oh, but you're not her. And he became really distracted away from her. Yes. And so he was definitely not in, like, good communication territory. Yeah. 
So while we're on the topic of Ariel losing her voice, there's a lot of controversy with Ariel, with the main character, not being able to speak throughout... For almost half of the movie. For, for, we're we're yeah. about halfway through, so it's going to be a little bit less than half. Yes. And so there was, like, story reels and storyboards that she just seemed to disappear from it because um, she, before, uh, at the beginning of anima- animating this film, she just wasn't... At, like there wasn't a big stage presence to her because she couldn't speak, and so they had to um, help with um, with the the live action uh, Reference. references. You can see so much of this. Like this is like they very had to natural. they had to bring those those into their animation a lot more, so that they animated her face and her acting a lot more, uh, so that she was more present throughout the film when she couldn't speak. Yeah. And I think this is a sequence where you really, really feel that. Yes. Um, and, and it's a little bit tricky because um, you get to the point of where like th- for the rest of the movie, when she's performing with like words and everything, it feels like um, Sherry Stoner is just, just acting. Yes. And then when she's doing this, there's an extra like layer to it. And so it, it does feel like a little bit strained, but it, it, but also like when you're watching it, it feels, um, it, it feels like, okay, this feels like someone actually moving. And so they did a good job referencing it, but I feel like it's hard when, um, when the, like she is performing, not being able to speak versus like yes. just not being able to speak. Yeah. It, like that's a, that's a tricky thing where but if she, there's if a tension they, if, of wanting yeah. to speak. And, and that kind of like bleeds through is this like, yeah. I want to speak, but I'm not allowed to speak but instead they, of I, I'm incapable of speaking. Yeah. If they did the incapable of speaking, I don't think, I think the, the original problem of her just kind of blending into the background um, would have been, would have shown a lot more because she just wouldn't, she wouldn't have that that presence and that eagerness for right for, like that energy yeah that energy for for him to try to understand her and and wanting to get her objective of getting him to kiss her in three days through and well and i think one of the things that feels weird is how much she just like stops using her mouth yes because like when 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 my voice is sore and i'm like trying not to talk, I still all the time open my mouth like I'm talking. And I'm sure like you've been through the same thing. Whereas with this, you can feel that tension of she's like, make sure I don't open my mouth, make sure I don't open my mouth, make sure I don't start talking. Mm-hmm. Where I think it would feel a little more she, natural if she was opening her mouth as though she were talking and it's and there's just no sound. In So in uh, the book, A Twisted Tale, mm-hmm. um, Part of Your World, they, they really... Um, created a whole new and language. listeners so, if, if you feel like kestra hasn't mentioned that much don't worry she's going to mention it a lot more <laughs> yes <laughs> um so they they she she still hasn't doesn't have her voice for five years and so she has to start like doing a, sign, a specific sign language but they like created a sign language for her um for whatever reason and so only Sebastian and Flounder know how to sign back with her, or maybe some of her sisters too, but not not very many people. And so she, but she doesn't like use her mouth or her voice at all. And it seems like okay, she's just wait, like you, she's. Did you say they have to sign back to her? 
Like, yeah, they sign with her. That is another one of those things where it's like, she can hear fine. She doesn't need to receive sign language. She just needs to convey sign language. I I think, I think. so there's no need for them to be signing at her. Yeah, they they might, I think they, I think they speak to her, but also sign at the same time. But I can't, I can't remember. It's been, what, a year and a half since I last read this. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I could be wrong about that, but you're right, that. That that is that's another like thing one that's of those, really frustrating. Those communication dissonance things where it's like, okay, you assume if they can't speak that they can't hear. Yeah, but but they they have to um, learn it so that they understand what what she's saying, obviously. Right. And uh, when she does get her voice back, she like, I, from my recollection of what the the book said, she like she opens her mouth like nervously and and starts speaking, and she like is really excited that she can speak again and that she can use her voice and that she doesn't have to be scared um, that nothing's going to come out when she opens her mouth to speak. Mm -hmm. So that's, I I, I think it's, it's really complicated how, how they, how she probably feels because she, she's always used her voice and now she doesn't have the opportunity. So she probably doesn't use her voice because she's like, Oh, it's gone. Right. Whereas when you or I lose our voices, we're like, oh, it's gone for a couple of days. Like, we'll get it back. Right. But it, it like it, it, the performance feels like there's a weird yes. tension to it. Where I, it's like, yeah, it like when you're playing charades and you're like, you're you have to keep catching yourself. Yes. Right. And it feels like there's some of that catching yes. herself um, tension in it instead of focusing on like, OK, I'm going to stay calm. And like, there's that, that hurry that comes because like, I'm not communicating as fast as I'm used to communicating. And so I'm really frustrated and and slow and everything. So it's, it's interesting, but I think you can definitely feel like the live performance Mm -hmm. from Sherry, um, come through in these sequences where like that body language and the facial expressions are, are really, really key. And we should make sure that we have, um, like some pictures of Sherry during the, the physical reference so that you can see. Mm-hmm. Like I will, how much is like oh the, like this looks like Ariel. I will try to post things like that mm-hmm. on our social media. It really does. Like when you're watching, it does. When you're watching the videos, it's like oh that looks just like the scene. Yes, yeah, it does. I think they had some where she's like wrapped up in the in the uh-huh. sheet for this, so maybe we can find some of that stuff. I will try to find it. Um, or like oh, I think there's like the exact moment where she's like holding her hair up and then she's like looking at her sailcloth and she like swishes the hem of it. I think yeah. there's one of those. So okay. maybe we can find that. For I will try to find that for, for the listeners. Do you have anything else? Yes. One thing that I noticed as we were watching the films today, the, 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 the minutes for this week uh, with, with them speaking. So we had a big moment of Sebastian speaking and he speaks and his teeth are showing and, mm-hmm. and they're each individually each tooth is animated individually. Yeah, like they have all the teeth. Whereas when Ariel tries to speak or is smiling and then Eric is smiling, it's all just one. There's no individual individual teeth animation mm-hmm. uh, to between that. So there is a difference between the human teeth and the crab teeth, even though crabs don't have teeth. teeth. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Nope, that's all I have. All right. Then that's all we have for you today and this week, listeners. We are part of Dueling Genre, and you can find us and many other podcasts at DuelingGenre.com. There you can also find a link to a Patreon page where you can support all the Dueling Genre productions. We're on Twitter and Instagram at DizMinute, on email as DisneyAnimationMinute at gmail.com, and on Facebook at the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society or Damsels Group. We want to make sure that everyone knows about MoviesByMinutes.com, where you can go check out 
a lot of different movies, um, or the links to, or a list of a lot of different movies that are getting the same minute-by-minute treatment, we want to thank Nick English and Scott Tofty for our artwork and our theme music, and until next time, listeners, thank you for making us part of your world. Thank you.